Hello and welcome back to Quality Dairy Sports Radio. I am your host, Ryan Dairy. This is episode number nine. A little bit went on this week. Michigan won the Big Ten title. Once again, three years straight now. Uh, Lions got back on track, getting a win down in New Orleans. Uh, Michigan basketball only played one game. Tough loss out in Oregon. And the Red Wings looking really good. Played really good, went 2-1 and one on the week, but even with the loss, looked really good. So, I mean, let's just start it off right away with Michigan. Michigan versus Iowa, Big Ten Championship. Michigan comes out, gets the win, 26-0. Ugly game, ugly game to watch. It's like, we knew that Iowa is garbage. I mean, they get, they had a good defense all year. Their offense was absolutely terrible. And it showed in this game. Iowa's offense could do absolutely nothing against us. We got we forced turnovers. We did what we did needed to do to win. Michigan came out, I will say, a little lifeless. It's like that win over Ohio State the week before. Going into this game, they they saw Iowa like everyone else saw Iowa. Trash. And they sort of played down to them. It's like the defense really played really well and got turnovers, but the offense was just lackadaisical, you know? Only two touchdowns in the game, the rest field goals. And those touchdowns came after turnovers and stuff. It, was, it wasn't a great game to watch by no means, but we got the win. Three years in a row now, Michigan is Big Ten title champions. Big Ten Conference champions, I should say, have won the title game three years in a row now, beat Ohio State three years in a row now. We are the kings of the Big Ten right now. We are back on top. The big thing now is the playoffs. You know, third year in a row now we're going to the playoffs. After this weekend, we all seen what the uh, committee did. Michigan won, Washington two, Texas three, Alabama four. So that Rose Bowl game on New Year's Day at 5 o'clock is Michigan versus Alabama. This this is the big one. I think whoever wins this game, which I believe Michigan will, will win the championship. Alabama, I'm sorry, they played probably their, I think they played their best game of the year against Georgia. They played. Put it to Georgia from the very beginning of that game, and Georgia can never get back on track. But Alabama has not looked great all year. I'm sorry, they haven't. They needed a miracle to beat Auburn. Auburn shit the bed in that game. You know, Alabama needed a miracle to win that game. There was other close games against crappy opponents in there. Yes, Alabama did find their quarterback, but... I'm sorry, Michigan is the better well-round team. And in less than a month, we're going to show it. I'm kind of surprised that the line opened at minus one, Michigan being a favorite, just because of the the respect and the chatter around Alabama and the aura, I should say, over the last 10 years of what they've done. Even now you hear everyone talking. 
ain't nobody picking Michigan in this game. Even though Michigan's number one, now that they are lined up with Alabama, you're not hearing too many people pick Michigan to win this game. So I was kind of surprised Michigan started as a, a point favorite, one point favorite. We'll see where that line moves over the next month. But I would I actually hoped that Alabama would have been a favorite. I sort of I sort of want Michigan to be that underdog again, to be hungry, to want it. You know, it's like the Ohio State game. We had such a high high. You win the Big Ten uh, conference title again. It's like okay, you know, three times in a row we're going back to the playoffs. Did not do good the previous two years. It's like I sort of want us to get that us versus everybody underdog mentality going. And Alabama is the perfect team to do it against. Like I said, I'm very curious where this line's going to end up. I would be surprised if Michigan stays the betting favorite the entire time. I would think that over the next month, Alabama's going to uh, eventually become the betting favorite for this game. But no matter what, it should be a good game. This is the best Michigan team that there's been in a very, very long time. And it is now or never. It's like after this year, most half of the offense, half the defense is all gone. All going to the NFL. Who knows what's going to happen with the investigation and Harbaugh. What It's like this is this is the year. If not, you're starting over next year, and it's going to be a few years, depending on what happens with what the NCAA does and everything else, before you're competing again. So it's it, this this is the year to go out and beat Alabama. I think it'll be a very close game. I think it could be something like 30-27, a field goal game. It's not going to be a blowout, not, not no more. Not like it's been in the past. This is this is a new Michigan team, and they're going to be hungry. Like I said, I really want this betting line to really, over this next month, go in Alabama's favor, have everyone talking up Alabama, have Alabama basically being the pick to win the national title. I want, to, I want that story and momentum to swing back to Alabama like it was with Michigan heading into that Ohio State game, you know. All these people picking Ohio State to go into Ann Arbor, upset Michigan. Same thing up against Penn State. So I want I like this narrative of us being an underdog in people's eyes and that Alabama's a much better team and they're going to wipe the floor with us. So really hope it goes that way. So it's Michigan, uh, Alabama, Washington, Texas in the other game. Washington, I don't know why or what people have watched all year. Like, that Pac-12 game, Oregon being a nine-point favorite, was absurd to me. Washington, yes, there was a couple close games at the end of the year after they beat Oregon, but Washington's looked really good all year. Penix Jr., I don't know why he's not higher on draft boards. I mean, he is so accurate, especially downfield. It's unbelievable. His wide receivers are great. So, Washington, I think I think Washington beats Texas. I do. 
I don't think Texas is as good as everyone says they are. I think the Big Ten or the Big 12 is a trash conference for the most part. Them, along with the ACC, are the two worst conferences easily this year. The The one time Texas had a big game, they lost to Oklahoma. I guess, yes, early in the year they beat Alabama, but Alabama did not know what it was early in the year. And it also goes to the, to the fact that uh, Alabama isn't as good as people are saying. If Texas, who I don't think is that great, beat Alabama at Alabama, then, yeah, I think it just it goes against Alabama's argument. But I think, I think Washington in the other semifinal comes out and wins it. I think they beat Texas. I think it's probably a touchdown game. I think it'll be high scoring, you know, like 42, 35, something along those lines. But it'll be it'll be a really good playoffs. It's nice that it's on uh, New Year's Day this year. I know why they did it because New Year's Eve falls on a Sunday, so you got NFL on Sunday instead of having the college playoff on the on a New Year's Eve like it's been the last few years, but. New Year's Day, Michigan-Alabama, Rose Bowl. First time Michigan's batting back to the Rose Bowl in a very long time, too. So, good to see them getting back there. But, yeah, bowl season coming up now, so you'll have a lot of uh, a lot of games that you can watch to fill in time for college. But, November, or November... January 1st, big day. As far as the committee, who they picked, I'm okay with it. If Florida State's quarterback had been healthy, they would have been in. I do believe, I do think that if Florida State was in it against any of the three teams, Michigan, Washington, or Texas, that it would have been a 14-21 point game. Does it suck going undefeated and that? Yes, and I can uh, imagine that if you are a fan, you're completely devastated. If you're anyone on that staff, if you're a player, you're in a world of hurt. But all they have to do is look to the fucking NCAA. The NCAA, who you know I hate and is a joke, we started this four-team playoff a few years ago. They decided to expand to 12, and could they do it right away? No. When they passed it to going from 4 to 12, they gave buffer years. Why? There's not that much logistics to go on. The first round's going to be played at a home team stadium. Then Bulls. It's not that hard to figure out, especially when you're making billions of dollars off of this. You can figure it out pretty easily. If there's anyone to blame, if you're Florida State, if you're Georgia, go blame the fucking NCAA once again. That for some reason it took multiple years to go from four teams to 12 teams. If they had gone from four to 12 instantly like they should have, we would never be having this conversation. All these teams would be in and you would have a fair and right shot to the national title, no matter injuries, no matter what. Florida State would, right, would be right there as a, 
I don't know what they ended up. Fifth seed. Georgia would be right there to get back at it. Like, it's the NCAA's fault. For some reason, they had to have buffer years from going from four teams to 12 teams. Such ludicrous nonsense. Especially when they tried to explain. I forget what it was back then, but it's all bullshit. You're making billions of dollars. It's not that hard to figure out. There's a lot of stadiums in this country who would be like, yeah, we'll host a, a bowl game and make a lot of money. So, once again, the NCAA put themselves in this own fucking spot with their bullshit. Should have went from 4 to 12 that next year. I think I don't know if it was two years ago or if it was last year. But having this buffer year. If they had just said, I think it was last year that they passed it, and this year there was still going to be 4, and then next year it goes to 12. If they had just said 12 this year, boom, we don't have any of these problems. But, yeah, the NCAA can never get out of its own way. So, yeah, we have that stuff to look forward to in in a month's time or so. Um, let's get to the Lions. Lions went down to New Orleans and got the victory, got back on track. It's It shouldn't have been the game that it was. But our defense is just not playing well. We're not getting pressure. Teams can throw on us. Running the ball, not so much, but throwing the ball, they can really throw on us. I mean, it started off first quarter, lines are up 21-0, and really we should have walked away from it, but we didn't. We let them back in halftime. It was still 24-7, so not bad, but right away third quarter, Saints come out, score two touchdowns in a row, make it 24-21. And then from there, it was a back and forth to where the Lions scraped it out uh, 33-28. Our offense is going to have to be the key this year. If we want to win the division, which I still do believe we can do with the games we have coming up, especially the division games, to win the division, and if we're going to win in the playoffs – it's going to come down to our offense. Our offense is going to have to be great. Jared Goff is going to have to be great. Our running game is going to have to be great. We are going to have to convert on fourth down. Because right now our defense, from what it was the first half of the year to where it's been the last month, is night and day. We cannot get a pass rush to save our lives. They uh, are doubling Hutchinson or he's he's getting some pressure and the guy escapes. We have no one else really on that line helping out. So anything slides to him. We're, even on blitzes, we're not getting there before the guy can get the ball off and complete on third downs and stuff like that. So our defense is in rough shape. And uh, really there's no... There's no real fix to it unless somehow these guys just start playing better or better than they can or something. Maybe Bruce Irvin, who played his first game for us, had a sack, also had another one that was uh, roughing the passer that knocked out Derek Carr. Maybe, maybe if he can be that guy who comes in only on third downs to give us a pass rush to help out, and can get to make some sacks, get to the quarterback. 
maybe that can turn it around in crucial spots. But as of now, where we're going, it's got to be our offense. We have to put points on the board, and when it comes down to crunch time, we have to be able to run the ball, and we're going to be we're going to have to be able to convert a lot of fourth downs, a lot of third and shorts, and a lot of fourth and shorts. We're going to have to go for it. We cannot, you know, it's like depending on where you are in the field, we cannot punt the ball back to the other team and hope their defense holds up. At this point, we just cannot do that. So our offense is going to have to carry us. Our offense is have to convert in the fourth quarter and seal games like it did against the Saints. That's that's what that's how we're going to have to win. From here on out the regular the rest of the regular season and especially when we get to the playoffs. You know, but the number one goal right now win the division. We're 3 games clear, we're 9 and 3, we're 3 games clear of uh Minnesota and Green Bay who unfortunately goddamn won again. But we're three games clear of both of those teams. We got the Bears again coming up. We got two against the Vikings with I think the Cowboys sandwiched in there, so we just gotta gotta keep going. You know, thirteen and four is sort of what I predicted before the end of the year. And that's what we can get to. We can get to thirteen and four, win the division, have a home playoff game, but I said, right now, as of the way this team is going and with no real fix, our offense is going to be after the one that carries us. Next week, we, uh, next week, the Lions are at Chicago. So that'll be an interesting game. At Chicago next Sunday. That's one we have to win. We have to beat the Bears again in Chicago. We did not. We had that big-time comeback with four minutes left to beat the Bears, but we can't play like that in in Chicago. It's a game, division game, we have to win. We can't let these other teams uh, gain on ground on us. So these are all big games coming up for, for the Lions, games we got to win. Um, Let's touch on the Red Wings. So Red Wings this week went... Two and one, but it was a good week overall. Even in the loss, they played really well. Last Wednesday, they faced the Rangers in New York, lost three to two. But you know what? It wasn't. They played a good game. It wasn't one of these games where they come out and they're lackadaisical or not into the game in the first and second period and then turn it on. No. Right from the get-go, we played really well against New York. We played them tough the entire time. And the winning goal for the Rangers was a bouncing puck that popped up in the air that the guy swatted out into the net. You know, it's like it wasn't some open shot. It wasn't some misassignment. It wasn't a missed goaltending thing. It was sort of a little fluke pop-up puck that the guy hit into the net. So it was a really good effort from us you know it's there was nothing in that game that I would say hurt us it just the bounce of the puck did not go our way that day it's not like some of these other games we had were in losses we just don't show up we showed up to play and I'll say this also Cider had his best game of the season to that point 
Cider against the Rangers, that was the best I've seen him play all year. I don't know if now he waits till the end of November, December, to where he starts waking up if he has to... He needs that first month, month and a half to get himself going like he did last year, but it was the best game he has played all year. He was decisive with the puck. He kept it away. Crisp passes, fast passes. He wasn't lackadaisical, sort of, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but just sloppy. He wasn't sloppy. He was crisp. He knew what he wanted to do. It was the best game he played all year, and he continued that the the next couple of games. So we had a we had a tough one against the Rangers. We had we did the next night. We had a back to back. We were back at home against the Blackhawks. Beat the beat Chicago five one. Again, previously this year against bad teams, we had played down to them. We had played down to the bad teams, and the bad teams would half the time come back and beat us. Not not that game. The Red Wings came out from the start, played like the better team that they are, and got the win 5-1. to one. They did not mess around. So whatever it is right now that has clicked, it's, it's working. You know, they came out, did not mess around with a bad team, put them away early, and shut the door late. Then on Saturday, Red Wings were in Montreal, Got the overtime win. Did not get to see this game because I was at the bar watching the Michigan uh, Big Ten title game. But So I'm not sure how the momentum and stuff of the game swung. Did win in overtime, which is good. In the first period, we were up 3. After the first, we were up 3-1. After the second, we were up 4-2. They ended up coming all the way back and tying it. Could have been one of those games... If I had seen it where we came out sort of firing and then uh, laid back and let the other team come back, something that we didn't do against Chicago. Against Chicago, we came out and put the game away early. I could see the way this game flowed, that that could have been one of those games where we came out, we got up a little bit, we started to feel ourselves, and then let Montreal right back into it. We did get the win in overtime. Malman got the overtime winner for us, but good week. Two and one on the week. We're right there in third place for the playoffs. I know we're months away, but we're in a good spot right now, and we're not very far behind uh, the Panthers. We're right there in that mix. Even if we fall a little bit, we're in a really good shape for uh, the wild card. I know, like I said, we're so far away, but we just got to keep playing like this. Kane, this week, they're saying Thursday is going to make his debut, so we'll see how he looks. If he gets on the ice, what he looks like. So we'll see how that goes this next week, but yeah, Red Wings just got to keep it up. They have the Sabres in Buffalo. That's the Hockey Night, ESPN Plus Hockey Night game tonight. I should say on Tuesday when I'm doing this. So we'll see how we do this week. We got the Sabres Thursday at home against the Sharks. Saturday at home against the Sanders. So very winnable three three games this week. 
see if we can keep this momentum going and and just keep it up keep playing well keep playing our game and then uh last thing on the docket was uh Michigan basketball they were out in Oregon on Saturday caught glimpses of the game lost in overtime just could not make shots down the stretch had some turnovers but Oregon Oregon had the final possessions and came up clutch the Oregon guy with the winner from I don't even know seven eight feet past the three-point line draining that three that was just you're not guarding that shot you're not even looking for him to shoot that shot so sort of an early preview of next year when the Big Ten expands and Oregon becomes part of it we'll be seeing them a lot more but hard-fought loss out in uh out in Oregon so like I said there's only one game last week so they had a lot of rest this week they play Indiana on Tuesday tonight and then a game against Iowa on Sunday so a lot of time in between these games right now so we'll see what they do see how they play in their first uh actual conference game against indiana that this is where it's going to start starting or starting to count now starting to get into conference schedule time so these are the games you need to win so we'll see what happens with them like i said oregon just made the big shots that day but uh yeah shorter podcast today but um yeah it was a good week michigan won three consecutive Big Ten conference champion. Lions got the win, got back on track. Red Wings did good this week, so it was a good week. So, uh, yeah, comment below. Uh, Let me know what you thought. Uh, Subscribe, however you're listening, and hit the like button, however you're listening, and uh, I will talk to you next time.